sure not having a stroke. That's I did, so, man. I, I, so I'm dead sad. serious. I rolled over, arm no, was tingling, and I was just like, nope, we're good. Not going to have a heart attack. It's a scary, uh, well, why are you oh. not turning the right Uh-oh. Way? Did you see that? Stuff falling all over the place. Why are you not? And I've already hit record, by the way, so you go ahead why and do it whenever you're ready. Why are you not behaving? You're not behaving. You're... No, I don't want you doing that either. I, I'm, uh, I'm drinking a new Shiner beer. No free ads, but here's one for Shiner. It's called Brewer's Pride. It's a brute IPA. Sounds a lively, sparkling brute IPA with mints of pear of pear. I was gonna say pearl, pear and green tea. Bright and aromatic with a crisp, dry finish. Sounds disgusting. It's very good. Is it? Shiner Brute IPA. I'm, I'm a rare, a rare IPA fan. Rare IPA fan. I like, I like, and then I'll be following that up with a very, with a, a fine pilsner, according to its label, Mueller Light. Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? I have no Mueller Light. Mueller. Have you noticed a trend in any of, I don't know what podcast you listen to, but any of the ones that might, podcasts or streams that might fall under like family friendly? Have you heard people saying heckin'? Heckin'? Yeah. No. In place of, in place of cuss words. I feel like I'm seeing it start to pop what up a the, little bit more. What the heck and heck? Right? I feel like that's yeah, like, from a show. What's that heckin' thing doing there? Hmm. All right, sure. You're still cussing. Sure. Hello. That's what cuss words are. Hello. They're still. No, that's what that's cuss words are. They're made right. up words that somebody's like, "That's bad now." I know. To me, that's the concept. What the heck and heck is going on right now? That's I'm see. Not... That's such a bad word. I know. We can start that right now. Like, don't say heckin'. That is a bad word. Heckin' is a bad word. Some days I have issues. Someday Brock has issues. We don't do Ooh. anything different from episode to episode. Nothing. <laughs> we haven't done a dang thing different. <laughs> Not since we started. Except add these problems. It's better it than you. It's be, better than. You know what we need? We need, this, we need this way to like just conference call. We'll just call each other and then be like, have a way for people to listen in, you know, without being able to say anything or whatever. Because they just call you know, in to the number. Heck, to, your opinion, right? To and the heck, to the heckin' with you. To the heckin' with you, and then we can just talk on the phone, and people can just listen that way. You know, I don't care. About, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I don't understand. No, <laughs> just sorry. like expect everybody I... who's been listening, just like, at you, like, hey, hey, <laughs> shh, sorry, shh, no. stop talking, I'm sorry, stop. No, I feel like I, I feel like I had a moment where I thought you were a magician for a moment because 
You just showed me a Miller Lite. Oh, is that the Shiner bottle? Is that yeah. what that is? Okay. Yeah. See, when you described the Shiner earlier, I wasn't looking at it. Ah. Uh, I didn't realize what it was. Oh. <laughs> what happened to oh, you? Oh, microphone down. Oh, this audio box is going to kill me. Uh-oh. It's not even coming up now. That's what, your dad, okay. that's what you get for buying it off the Mexican market. I know. Dad. Dang it, Uncle A. <laughs> All right, let's restart this. He said, shoot, I got it for $20. There's nothing inside of it. <laughs> but you got the box? <laughs> he said, you got the box, <laughs> you make it the audio. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how Uncle A says. <laughs> I hate that this whole bit is going to be just you. <laughs> You and me are going to be the only ones that can laugh at this part. Because nobody can, nobody knows how he actually talks. He actually sounds more country than anything, like yeah. more redneck than anything. Oh, man. Does he still get the fro? Yeah, well, when he grows it out. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I looked away for a second and looked back and Brock had a microphone halfway past All his teeth. All the way. Um, I don't know if I'll oh, put this works, in or... Man. Oh, yeah. Me and... I may be attending my first gay, my first gay wedding. Oh, really? Well, I'm not may. I, I've, I'm... Ninety-nine point nine percent sure we're getting attend, we're yeah. getting we're gonna get invited. Uh how did you meet? It's one of Linda's high school friends. Interesting. Her name is Sarah and she proposed to her partner, Sarah. No. And same name? And Sarah said yes. How difficult is that gonna be? In oh. our small groups with church. Oh, in our small groups with church, we have uh, a Corey oh, and a Corey. Oh, yeah? And then our another couple in our small groups, one of the husbands was also Corey. So we had three Corys, two boys, and one girl. Nice. Okay. And we also know an Alex and an Alex that are married as well. Really? Yes. I have, that is crazy. I know three... I know three couples with the same name. All same name. That's crazy. Sarah, Sarah, Alex. And what's funny is we do say Alex the girl, Alex the boy, and we say Corey the girl, Corey the boy. Right. I don't I don't know what we're going to say with Sarah and Sarah. <laughs> thing one is Sarah two. Sarah who proposed, Sarah who said yes. There you go. <laughs> Tall or short? Uh, the taller one proposed. So just, yeah, so just go tall Sarah. Tall short Sarah, Sarah, short Sarah. Tall Sarah. You know I, 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 I feel like you've like, met tall Sarah. Tall Sarah was a golfer. Sarah, little Sarah. Or at least you've at least heard me talk about her because I've played Maybe. golf with her a few times. Me and Jared have played golf with her. Does this work? <gasps> it works! All right, something happened over there. <clears throat> I think it's pointed directly to the right now. All righty, 
that'll also help with your audio. So you might you don't have to actually get so tight on it now. But I like the tightness. <laughs> toit, toit like a tiger. Toit like a tiger. Yeah, that's not something I mean, one dude should say to another dude. To another dude. I like that they did that. Did you ever see, uh, what was it, Central Intelligence? Is that with uh, Michael Scott? No, it's with um, The Rock and Kevin Hart. Oh. What's the one with... Uh... Think of it. What's the one with what? What were you going to ask? Um, Now I can't even think of what Michael Scott's real name is. I can't think of... Oh my gosh, why can't we think of his name? I can't no, I can't think of anybody but oh, you mean Steve Carell? Yes. I was like okay. I was like it's Steven? No, it's not Steven. I thought you were my bad. I went blank cuz I thought you were really talking about an actor named Michael Scott. No. I was like the only Michael Scott I can think of is the paper guy from the office. <laughs> Regional manager. Assistant um, too. No, it's him and uh man, what is her name? And they're like spies or something like that. Oh, uh, he like shoots Anne Hathaway. Him, yeah, she he shoots himself like in the like every part of his body in that airplane bathroom. Oh man, so great! Have you That's a great watched? Scene. That's a great scene. All right, hurry up and hit record so we can do this because I want to talk about something. On, I told Are you recording you already? Yes. All right. Hey, this is this is episode <laughs> fifty four. I'm Royce Moore. That's Brian Farias, and this is more BS. <laughs> Hey, chaos. pure chaos. So, have you seen Murder Mystery? Have you watched Murder Mystery yet on Netflix with no, uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Netflix. Aniston? No. Oh man. Well, I'll give you my Netflix. pass. I'll give you my password. Okay. Do I need to see it? Is this? Is that what the deal is? I just think it's everybody's knocking it, and like I understand that. I f- I also feel that Adam Sandler has kind of fallen off a little bit. Yes, no, no, yes. I, I don't, don't know what some of his movies. I, I don't know the. I don't think so. What's the one? What's the movies that he does with all the friends and stuff like that? Grown ups. Grown ups. I did. I mean, I think so I've I laughed loved at Grown Ups him. One. Loved Grown Ups One. Grown Ups Two was such like a, and I don't know the right word for it. It was such like a a fantasy type movie, like the way the police acted. The tire rolling down the hill you know what i'm saying like the first movie was kind of realistic the second movie was like the brawl with the frat guys in the backyard like the second movie was entirely not realistic but the premise behind it was the same as the first movie and i loved it like you just got to get behind who adam sandler is i guess as a comedian i don't i don't personally think he's fallen off he's one of my favorites oh man I don't, yes, I do. He he really is one. He's definitely one of my favorites. I mean, the other day, they had an Adam Sandler like afternoon. I can't remember on what channel it was, but I mean, it started with Happy Gilmore, and then it was The Water Boy, and then I think it just went on through the years of like his stuff. And but man, the I felt like the murder mystery, and uh, with Jennifer Aniston was. I thought it was very hilarious. I've heard a bunch of people knocking it, and I thought it was very funny. 
Yeah. And I uh, see it now. Yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch of funny, stupid little things like people. It's it's an it's a full. It's like an. It made me feel like an older Adam Sandler type movie. Not like super, okay. but like and like his silly ones too. Like you got yeah. just some characters in there, man. Like. Whereas with grown-ups, there's no real characters in there. There are a few, but they're just, like, supposed to be actual just, like, people that all this crazy stuff always happens to. Like, come on. This is is ridiculous. That's what I mean. Like, it's not not that... It's not that realistic. You know what I'm saying? They didn't live in that small a town where they were the only... Like, you really think you're going to get away with hijacking a bus from a bus driver who's like clearly on drugs like that. And then the police are just going to be like, Oh yeah. Hey, no problem here. Park the bus at the supermarket while you go wandering around. Like it wasn't realistic in, in by any means. I know. And that's, that's kind of, that's kind I know. I understand. I would sit there. I, I'm not going to say that I, and you know what? I've seen, I think I've seen all the grownups. I think I have seen all the grownups. So I don't know. I like. I still right. watched them. <laughs> I still watched them. But I think, actually, I don't think I saw any of the grown-ups for anything I didn't have to pay besides like pay cable. Like I think I've seen all of them on a channel. Yeah, like a TV channel. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. But it could be. Speaking of TV. Was watching something today, it made me right. very sad, and uh, I know that well. This isn't this isn't what more BS is about, but yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're not about the sadness about. No, it, but, yeah, but it I want to I mean, bring like I've never been like an animal rights type of person like at all. Like I mean, no, yeah, I mean, yes, I have. Sh- you know what I have because yeah, I mean, I mean, you and me both. We didn't, I mean, you can call it adoption, but we rescued, uh, Sadie's a rescue and Marley is a rescue, so, uh-huh. I don't know. Very close, very close to our hearts to do. Don't, don't go by, and this is my personal opinion, real side note, and you don't go buy a puppy from, from a breeder or something like that. Go to your shelter, go to your, go to your ASPCA, go rescue yeah. a dog that, you don't Trust have me, to you can find a, whatever kind of... Yeah, you don't have to be the one who goes in and gets the old beat-up guy. Trust me, there's right. people out there that want that dude. We'll go get him. Try right. I'm one of the people that wants that dude. We'll go get him. But, right. you know, if you want a puppy or a young dog, go get one from a shelter. Right. You and know, they're out there any, and they need homes. And any breed that you can get, like any breed or any breed that you want, you can get. Like at yes. most shelters. I mean, like Or at least, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be a full breed blood of course but i mean it might be you don't know yeah, um uh, you do, you but don't know. They, they're gonna you're gonna get pretty close to probably what you want all right but today i was watching hunting channel and stuff like that or the outdoors channel and this rhino uh conservation thing came on and poaching is so bad over in africa that like the people that are trying to conserve these rhinos, they have come to the point, they've come to the decision that they have to, they need to nub basically every single rhino, meaning cut both of the horns off of their noses, 
nose. I don't think you say noses. Noses. Nose. Nose. Their nostril. And the calves, too. Which, also, let me follow that up by saying that it's just like clipping your fingernails. Like, it doesn't hurt, is what, yeah. is what they said. Yeah. So, I don't know. But they had a... They got to because man all right this is going to get slightly graphic if you got a kid living listening just heads up it's not going to get too too graphic but i don't know some people take graphic in different senses so they walk up on this poached rhino and what they say happens is in the dead of the night somebody takes a single shot from a rifle if that doesn't put them down they have multiple people coming up with axes and spears to follow up on on this rhino. And they walk up on this rhino, and this thing has axe marks in it, in knee, like kneecap areas, feet areas, head areas. And it's just awful. And all they did was basically chop off the, the top part of the nose so they can get both pieces of the both horns. And they left the entire... Um, rhino, the all all the rest of the rhino just sitting there, to rot. Mm. So, it has come to the point that what they have to do now is they need to take the horns themselves to save the rhinos from being killed because they'll they'll like they'll scope them out somehow and then they'll sneak on to these conservation plots and uh, big lo- uh, big acres of land and so what they sorry so they get this huge team together with a helicopter they tranquilize the rhinos make sure the rhinos are good they put like they blindfold the rhinos and then they put like hearing ear protection too in the rhinos and People then are- Touching it, petting it. Yeah, like the whole time. Calm. Yeah, well, and that thing is like out, out. Man, I couldn't believe. Like they did not. It it didn't seem like they did any editing. Like from when the guy shot it versus when that rhino fell down. I may I know maybe a little bit, but I'm talking about when it took its first couple of like wobbly steps. I'm talking 15 seconds. It was crazy fast, and. Uh, so they put it down and they get these two chainsaws out and saw it down and then grind it down to absolutely nothing. And they had put a tarp down so they catch every single bit of it. So there's not not even any reason for anybody to come on and like come and see if they can mm-hmm. get extra stuff off the ground. Right. Then they spray it down with this uh, a bunch of an- antiseptic and all that type of stuff with uh, with some off and everything like that mixed mixed into it too, and uh, antibiotics and things like that also. Um, and then they give it another like medicine to take away the effects of the tranquilizer, and take off and go find another one and go do it again. Yeah, I'm reading it. It says the doctor, you know, his main comments I'm seeing are that it's not, it's not something that they want to do. No, you know, it's literally like it's, the it's, last resort. Like they it's have, it's expensive. It's invasive. It doesn't 
hurt the animal, but like you said, it's like clipping a fingernail. If you can imagine, you know, and it's hard for people to imagine, but if you can imagine not being able to imagine, like not being able to understand why somebody is grabbing your hand and taking this sharp object and clipping it real close to your finger, it's it can be, you know, a, have a you ever clipped your dog's nails? Animal. Yeah, it's terrifying. You know, for some people, some dogs are great. Mine's not. Yeah. Mine's awful. Mine's but, not. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. But yeah, the vet does hers. Yeah. But you know, just I don't know. It's uh, it's a sad fact that this is where some of the world like this is how far they've had to come. Veterinarians are you know, and and conservationists are having to go just to save. Because if you realize what they're doing, the whole premise behind it is so that people won't kill the rhino. Yeah, you know, it's so that they'll leave the rhino alone. Like yeah. that's the whole point. It's not and even what like they're these doing... poachers are coming in and doing the same thing. Like these poachers, I mean, really could come in and do the same thing, but they don't because they're not businessmen. They're not. And what they're doing with the they, horns? They're, they're what they're doing with the horns is they're taking it over to uh, Japan and parts of China, and they're selling it as. Uh, like for medicinal purposes, like healing purposes, they yeah. said it like it has healing stuff in it. Like there's uh, they use plenty it, of other stuff out there that you don't they need. Use it freaking, for jewelry and for yeah. I, I thought I think other. I saw something. I don't know if it was true, and never I never really looked into it. But with uh, elephant tusks, they were taking them like they would. They would sedate them, and then they were painting them with a, with with a bright pink something that wasn't that wouldn't hurt the the elephant at all, but like would would fully stain the the tusks. Uh, I do remember hearing so about like, something along those lines. Yeah, so it made the ivory like useless. You could, yeah. So they kept not, their horn. Yeah, so they get to keep them. They can still use them as they as as they need the as the elephant needs them and. It was cool. It was kind of cool to see. Like that's like, and it's another. Yeah, I was thinking of the same it. thing with the with the rhino horns, but then I was like, well, no, they're using it for medicinal, not so much showing. You know. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. H Town. I and Brock included have talked mess about a certain somebody who we may have to cheer not may ha, you ha, we have to root for now oh yeah oh yeah ball hog i'll still say it i mean yeah i literally when it happened russell westbrook by the way if you if you haven't figured it out russell westbrook has been uh, moved to the houston rockets and we now have james harden and <clears throat> traded moved Moved. Uh, man, I don't know. You know what? Whenever Chris Paul got signed, I said, I don't know if this makes our team any better. And he did. Not by much, but by enough. Okay. But there was a lot of bad blood between James Harden and Chris Paul, apparently, and that's come out just recently uh there's a quote from james harden i guess this is a quote from james harden to chris paul in the playoffs this past year it's always heckin something with you thank you 
is what Chris is what James Harden said to Chris Paul in the playoffs. He said it's always heckin' something. It's I mean I mean, I don't know either one of them in depth that well, but I have to imagine if it gets to the point I mean, they've been playing together this long, and it gets to the point where he's finally like Come on, man. It's always something. It's always well, it's something. Like, yeah, weird. like I mean, dude, it's playoffs. Pick it up like let's do something. But I don't know. I also feel like you can say the same thing with James Harden from time to time. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but this right here, this move, I don't I don't know. It they played very well together in uh in OKC. But James Harden wasn't really a starter. He was, I think, what I think he got six man of the year like two years in a row or something like that when he played with OKC. Okay, that would be the fine pilsner that I have now kicked into. So, you got two guys that are ISO guys. Uh huh. But you also have Russell Westbrook who can who really goes after the ball off the boards. And I'm not talking about the the easy triple doubles that he was getting when the centers and the the power forwards and all the, the taller guys would kind of just leave a ball bouncing off the rim when everybody's kind of cleared out and Russell grabs it. I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about the ones he actually hustles at. And man, he does. I, what I can get behind is the intensity that he plays with. Like that is something I really do like, but I, you know what? I almost for a second got him confused with uh, Kyrie Irving with the flat earther style. I was gonna bring that up just now, but that was Kyrie, <laughs> not Russell Westbrook. But I don't know. Russell Westbrook might might be uh, might be a flat earther. We don't know. We have no idea. He could. What we do know is that he's coming to Houston. Um, and nobody knows where Chris Paul is going to end up. He's with OKC right now, but I don't think that's where he's going to stay. Uh, I have also heard that the Rockets are trying to get after Andre Iguodala as well. Interesting. I did not realize. I see, and I don't follow it closely enough to have realized it, but I didn't realize he was wanting to or trying to leave the Warriors. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his contract was. It might have been up. Like he, I don't think he's trying to leave. I, th- I, I would, I would assume that his contract was up, because the Warriors are the type of team that is just like we'll find somebody at, like you, you're worth money now, so we can go find somebody for your position to, to take that to 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 do that. Uh, the Rockets and the Clippers are kind of the two teams that are interested in Iguodala right now, is what I've seen. Uh, but man, I don't know if the Rockets want to take on. I don't know what they're going to have to pay him. I really don't. I do not. Um, well, either way, there were. And we'll get into it as we as we get into, especially as we get into what our second season trying to commentate or broadcast about basketball. Yeah, uh, well, definitely not broadcast. A lot of but good stuff that well, maybe happened this off season. A lot, yes, a lot of good trades. A lot yeah, of like good you're. Moves. And I, We're I actually know we, going to be excited to talk about other teams, the actual whole league besides just the Rockets. So, 
Well, much different teams that you're going to be talking about from last year. Much different. Because, like, you got KD and KD and Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, You got LeBron or uh, Anthony Davis joining LeBron in In uh, LA. LA. Uh, You got Kawhi to the Clippers. And Paul George to the Clippers. Paul George to the Clippers. Dude, there's going to be some. Where did D'Angelo Russell end up? Uh, I think he went to the Pelicans. Because he was on you the got, he was on the Lakers, the right? I think the I think Lakers, so, yeah. the La- yeah, the, the Pelicans might be somebody to watch because they got Zion Williamson, they got, and then they uh, got like two or three. St- Lonzo Ball's gonna probably start for them. Yeah. Uh, Ru- uh, D'Angelo Russell might start for. Uh, man, man. You still got uh, Giannis and Milwaukee. Yep. And I everybody. wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna grab and then and then if the Rockets grab somebody. If the Rockets might grab one more person, <laughs> it's actually going to be a decent season. It really, it really it. might be. It's well, it's shaping up to be right now. Let's say that. Yeah, it's shaping up to be. Uh, I saw a video online today that absolutely made me laugh, and so I went on YouTube and looked up multiple videos of this. Uh, <laughs> if you, ever, if this you ever, if you ever get <laughs> bored, go up, go look for videos of people walking through mirror fun houses. That's what I'm trying to do right now. There was the one that I saw today was like a a 12 year old, 13 year old walking around and he like, he's kind of feeling his way through. He makes a left and then takes off in a dead sprint. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is the probably number one worst thing you could do in a mirror. What is the thing? I keep saying mirror fun house, but I don't feel like that's what it's, what is it called? A house of mirrors. House of mirrors. That sounds, that sounds better. So I guess people can call it just if it's a fun. It can be a fun house. It's a and fun just house, be, yeah. Okay. Um, man, that sounds so weirdly. Ooh, <laughs> fun house. Anyways, so yeah, number one thing you don't do in a mirror fun <laughs> house, which is I, I'm already jumping back to doing it, is run. I mean, he calls straight into a mirror. And so I went down a, a rabbit hole of watching people. <laughs> are you watching? What are you watching? Did you watch him? Or are you watching just other ones? I mean, if you're just it's bored like, at work and you're so like, you're man, right. I really need a laugh. You're like, it mirror you fun a, house. It leads you down a rabbit hole because right now I'm on a video of just people walking into glass. And it's it, oh, oh, even better. <laughs> it's even so- better. Oh, and then the other video I saw today was a uh, there's a wedding going on. They're at the reception of this wedding. There's a pool in the middle of all where the tables are all set up. And everybody's kind of walking around, and there's this old lady who sees where she needs to go. So she makes, uh, goes for the, what's the, what's the fastest way from point A to point B, Brock? Right. What's Straight the fact? Line. Yeah, okay. So that's what grandma does. Straight line. Dead into the pool. And it's just Aww. like I've never seen so many people jump into a pool to help out. Awesome. Right. Like that's awesome. But Right. I mean, you gotta be laughing. If you're grandma, you have to be laughing. You have to be laughing. And somebody had to sit her down and go, Hey, heads up. Hey dude, I mean like Gotta keep your head on a swivel, guys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, look where you're going. That's what I tell Paige all the time. Oh, I took look. Paige. I took Paige fishing with me <laughs> the other day. 
it was hilarious. There was people in kayaks on the boats, and she's just yelling at them, My water! My water! My water! <laughs> I'm just like, shut up. This is he awesome. Like, oh, it was so funny. And then, uh, every, and then so, like, she would, she didn't mind, like, staying in the stroller and just sitting kind of up on the bank and just watching me, like, throw, throw a line or two, you know? And, but uh-huh. every, she would be quiet for a little bit. Dad, a bug! A bug! Dad, a bug! <laughs> yeah, like we are. This is outdoors. Sorry that it's taking me this long to, to do this with you. I apologize. <laughs> My water! Like, okay. My, like, okay, it's your water. Get it. <laughs> Dad, a bug! All right! <laughs> oh my gosh. But it was so funny. Oh, and before we went fishing, I took her to Academy. And we'll go, because uh, I, I finally got my fishing license after already going fishing a couple of times this year. I was like, you no. know what? Maybe this time I should go grab my license. Right. But it, I've never gone, like, fishing anywhere. I've just hit up a couple of neighborhood ponds. I haven't caught a thing, by the way. I've not been able to sit in a spot long enough. <laughs> So, um, what was I saying? Academy. So I go to, we're going to Academy and Paige is walking with me through Academy and she's like, Ooh, dad, this, like, like this, dad, get this, dad, get this. The first thing she goes to grab that I need that we walk over to the fishing section was all like the safety stuff, like a fire extinguisher, and like a flare gun, she was like, "I'll oh, get these." <laughs> and like it's a flare gun. My daughter's two; she doesn't talk exactly normal like I'm saying it right now. But then but the hilarious. first aisle we go to walk down is waiters, and so I go down and I turn around because I'm filming some of this. So I turn back to her to film her, and I'm like, look at all these legs. (laughs) And she was not having it. No. She was like, no. And I was like, I was like, oh, it's all right. Come on. And so she walked down the aisle, but she walked as far to the other side of the aisle as possible until she got past the waiters. waiters. Oh, it was so funny. It was so hilarious. And then she was helping me pick out lures and stuff like that. But I thought it was it was very cute, very funny, because, oh, she almost knocked me out in the Did middle she? of Academy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Wouldn't crouched. Wouldn't that be fun to wake up with your two-year-old Oh, my gosh. There? So the cutest thing, I'm crouching down looking at some of the bottom rows of some lures and stuff like that. So she crouches down. So I stand up. And so she stands up, and so I go. We move on. I'm looking at some stuff. I crouch down, look at the bottom. She comes over, like, right in front of me, like, kind of in between my legs, and crouches down directly, like, underneath me, and then stands up fast. And my teeth just go whop together. And I, like, my ears rang for, like, a little bit, and I was like, wouldn't that be something to, like, Get your get knocked get you, out get by knocked out by your two year old by your two year old, and I know how crazy Paige was, and like this was 
8 o'clock in the morning, 8.30 in the morning. So there's nobody in Academy mm. right now. And there's mm. barely even any workers. Like, this no, the guy's named... about to run <laughs> run all right? over this place for however long I am knocked out for. <laughs> the guy named Greg, who's been part-time at Academy for 14 years, is going to have to come find you in about 40 minutes. They're, they're like, they're... Waking me up with smelling salt, and they're like, "This uh-huh. will be four ninety nine, by the way." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's a coupon in the catalog. So, our uh, last major is here. God, that's weird to say. Yeah, I had to it think about it for a second. I was like, "Hold on, the open, the open is our last major this year." It is. Stay tight on the mic, Brock. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, Morgan Wilkes from Camp Bandina. Not really. Okay. Well, Sorry, I, Morgan, I if you're listening. I think she lives in Ireland now, but if not, they're definitely in Ireland right now. Uh, Interesting. Because they're at the, they're, they're at the Open. Uh, and so I'm watching her story on Instagram, and she's just like murdering all these grown men walking around in go- uh, in golf shoes at a golf tournament as spectators, and I am dying laughing. Oh, that's so awesome! And at the same time, I'm also like, I think Port Rush is pretty hilly, isn't it? Like at least a little bit. Might so. Be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, okay, one hundred percent. Do not wear full on spikes. Like, yes, don't. Like, if you wore some shop shoes that have some rubbers on the bottom of them, not condoms, <laughs> then I glad you clarified that. Yeah, I mean, just in case people were wondering, like, do I need to walk through a downtown park <laughs> first, or? Uh... But yeah, so what say you, Brock? Golf shoes at a golf, at a tournament, golf tournament as a spectator. A, I don't know, man. For me, it's a no-no. Right on a on a personal level, it's a no-no, and it, and it's just like I don't they're know. not it's for comfortable, this exact by the way. reason because like, of what? Yeah, first of all, they're not they're not all that comfortable. I mean, it. There it are takes, some out there that are different. comfortable. It's different. It's a different kind of, you know, I mean, you wouldn't walk around, even as a baseball player, you're not going to walk around in your baseball cleats all day. Football players, same thing. Like, they're not comfortable for daily use or just walking around the golf course. Like, they're for a purpose. But I think more for the reason, like, there's people like us out there. Like, you're kind of going to get made fun of, I guess, a little bit by it, which I guess you shouldn't really care about that much. Um, I mean, I don't know. Is it along the same lines as, like, wearing a jersey to a game? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think it's the same thing. Not but, even close. But golfers don't have something like that, I guess. Like, what do you do, I guess, if you're besides dress in, like, a red shirt You and follow pants? that like, guy. What do that's you, all you got to do. That's what you do. You follow that guy. I know, but I'm Not saying. Not in I your think, golf shoes. <laughs> I think <laughs> Just don't <laughs> like wear golf shoes. 
Don't wear golf. I tell you it's what, it's the same least... as the white belt tucked in okay, guy at that tournament. Like here's, that, here's like, the other t- deal. Like, I tell at, you, like as a spectator being the white belt tucked in, like tucked in shirt, white belt at a at a golf tournament. Oh, I rock the... that all day long. I'm comfy. Like I last, I went last PGA tournament I went to, I wore khaki shorts. I wore Jordan, and I wore my Pat McAfee allegedly shirt with my with my orange Strohs hat. Uh, we went to the. Uh, <laughs> when was it? I think I went to the waste management in twenty. Oh yeah, that's I mean fourteen, and I was in a I was in a what is it. Uh, but I a onesie, a blue shirt. It's, it was a blue tank top that was like, oh, red, white, and booze is what it oh, said. And yeah, I was wearing board perfect. shorts, that's and we were perfect. walking around in flip flops. Yeah, but like, that's the wasted management. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's everywhere. I would but totally, but golf, you know me. I went to Top Golf in like golf white polo, shoes. white undershirt, white shorts, white everything. Golf Do you remember that? shoes, yes. <laughs> golf shoes at a golf tournament as a spectator just doesn't work. No. If I don't care, I don't the care. The rubber's what, off. I leave, I don't care. No, I don't even care. Because then, to me, it's more like a shop shoe. I've done that before. Yeah, I think if it's if it's the soft spike, like the the very soft spikes, like more of the street shoes that you can. That but you're are, saying not even if I wear like my regular golf shoes, but I have the spikes twisted out of it. No, There's no spikes in it. No golf. No. no actual golf shoe. I mean, it's you cannot you cannot tell me that that is more comfortable than a tennis shoe and you're like uh, and then the only other argument you have is like it's for grip it was like well then maybe why don't you just be careful walking down a hill like <laughs> instead of just like every step is so sure-footed like calm down it's slightly I'm in, dewy out. I'm, I'm, it's slightly dewy <laughs> freaking ireland like <laughs> all right <laughs> I don't know where I want to go from here. I don't know either. How about some meth gators? Can I make a call? Okay, Let's yeah. Some okay, <laughs> okay. So, all right. Do you have it pulled up yet? Do you have the? I I think I have one of them. All right. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, don't care what says. what yeah, what meth. story you have pulled up. But the the, the basis of this story is police are telling people. Yeah, right here. Don't flush your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Okay. Meth Gator. Are you ready for this? Meth Gate. <laughs> are, you, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. I want to make sure that that Pilsner was going down smooth. Uh, Tennessee police arrested a man. I don't know if this is the article you had, by the way. Tennessee police arrested a man after he allegedly tried to flush a dozen grams of drugs. <laughs> A dozen grams of drugs? Is that not the most non, like, having tried drugs way of saying that? Oh. I mean, even for a reporter, too. Uh, something police jokingly said could create All right, so hold on. Time out, time out for two seconds. I dated a girl in college, and this is a true story. Her roommate and best friend from high school had a boyfriend, and somebody asked her something. It was like, she was, oh, he got, like, he, like, he had, like, he had, he had, I, think, I don't know if he had a plant 
or if he was selling or something like that, if he was pushing pushing some weed uh-huh. and somebody was like she was like, "Oh yeah, he was like selling." And she they asked him was like, "Oh, they were he was selling weed?" And she was like, "No. He was selling marijuana." <laughs> Or like he was selling pot, or yeah, it was like that's what they said. They were like, "Oh, he was selling pot," and she was like, "No, he was selling, he was selling marijuana." marijuana. <sighs> no. Oh. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Gator meth. Meth gator. Gator. Well, well that's Alabama. What it's, so Alabama meth gator. Alabama meth gator. So that's what it says. It could create meth gators in Alabama. So they say, don't flush your drugs in Tennessee. Because it could create meth gators in Alabama. The officers with the Loretto Police Department in Tennessee arrested a suspected drug dealer found attempting to flush grams of methamphetamine down the toilet. Methamphetamine. So once the police entered his home, Mr. Perry, by the way, is his name, uh, if you want to know what we were talking about right there, Old Crow Medicine, medicine Show. Yeah. It's it's a song. Now I just <laughs> I'm not going to it's I just a song. to listen to it. Sorry. Go. Um, found him, he, they found him trying to flush the meth and several items of paraphernalia. What do you think that was? Uh, yeah. Pipes. Andy Perry had, okay. Had to be pipes and needles. Honestly, mm. here you go. Andy Perry was arrested after police found twelve grams of meth and twenty-four fluid ounces of liquid meth. Oh, yeah, definitely, and definitely needles were involved. Needles, <laughs> some, some at some point. I don't know. They like to share them. Maybe there was just one. Ugh, gross, disgusting. <laughs> All right, so he was charged with drug possession and the oh with the intent for resale possession of drug paraphernalia and tampering with evidence you get that by trying to make meth gators mm. so the police released a statement on f- facebook uh please don't flush your drugs okay <laughs> please don't flush your drugs okay <laughs> When you send something down the sewer pipe, it ends up in our retention ponds for processing before it is sent down the stream. Now our sewer guys take great pride in in releasing water that is cleaner than what is in the creek, but they're not really prepared for meth. Uh, (laughs) Like, they'll eat crap all day. (laughs) I don't mind your poop. (laughs) But (laughs) ducks, geese, and other fowl... Frequent our treatment ponds, and we shudder to think what the one all hyped up on <laughs> meth would do. I'm all hyped up on meth. <laughs> I just thought about the kids and Ricky Bobby. Uh, furthermore, it made it far enough we could create. Oh, if it made it far enough, we could create meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River down in North Alabama. So, do I hear a new movie coming out? Oh, here's the kicker. It says they've had enough they've had enough methed up animals without our help the past few weeks. Are you freaking kidding me? I need those <laughs> news stories. We've had enough <laughs> methed up animals. Had that dang messed up emu Uh. come out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So here's how they ended, just to 
PSA for everybody. It's the Lima emu. He got too big for <laughs> You've himself. You've seen those. You've seen those. And Doug. Don't forget Doug. Nobody cares about Doug. <laughs> it says, if you need to dispose of your drugs, this is the police Facebook post, Just give us a call. You need, just give us a call, and we'll make sure that you're disposed of in the proper way. So funny. Uh, <laughs> All right. What do you want to go from here? We yeah, got we got we got three places we can go from here. We can go weaponizing ticks. We oh, can go Florida man. woman pumpkin thief. All right, uh, this is how we're gonna do this. We're gonna go Florida woman weaponizing ticks, and we're gonna finish it off with the uh, slightly old but new to us still, but not new to us. We just haven't done an episode in a while. Area fifty one storming. All right, so give me the Florida woman with, yep, yep. This is very. We're talking about old news. This is old news. This is this this past uh, Halloween, by the way. Yeah, you just got to try to get through this. It's a pumpkin story. I think you probably could have figured that out. Figured that one out. Yeah, October twenty seventh. But needless to say, I just uh, we just sniffed it out. Just sniffed it out, which is oh, ooh, that's gross. Here we go. Oh, wait till you hear this woman. <clears throat> Excuse me, Florida woman. Florida woman. Oh, WTF. 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 That's our um, new intro. She's accused. <laughs> <laughs> she's accused. We always say that's our new intro music. We don't it's have anything recording new. anything. Yeah. Well, right, so we do have some recordings on the <laughs> but it's just us saying it into the microphone. <laughs> All right, go. Okay. Whew. Okay. Woman accused of stealing a pumpkin by hiding it in her vagina. That's right. What'd you say? That's right. That's right. A woman was arrested this morning in Greenville, Mississippi, after trying to steal a 15-pound pumpkin. (laughs) In her... In her... Vagina? By inserting the large squash into her vaginal cavity. Wait. Wait, so a pumpkin is a squash? Is that, like, is that a thing? Like, okay. Yeah. But it was a, it was but a, not all squashes it, are pumpkins. <laughs> this but this pumpkin was about to get squashed. <laughs> it was all there. It was all there. Pounds. Fifteen pounds. So a woman was arrested this morning in Greenville, Mississippi, after trying to steal a fifteen pound pumpkin from a supermarket by inserting the large squash into her vaginal cavity. Oh my gosh. Thirty one year old Sonia Smith was intercepted by security guards from Supermarket. Old SS Pumpkin. Old SS Pumpkin. (laughs) After they saw her enter the store's bathroom with the pumpkin and then come out without it. (laughs) <laughs> then they just walk in like, oh, well, it's just probably just sitting in the bathroom. I'll just walk in there and get it. There is no pumpkin in here. <laughs> but I, it's not. I think where'd, she. Where did she put it? She's either okay. a magician or she has a little. Never mind. So 
I have to make this bigger because it's blocking part of this statement and it's great. What'd you say? It's blocking part of there's a there's an animation blocking part of a statement from <coughs> the security guards and I want to see it and it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so the security guards first thought Mrs. Smith had he- either eaten the pumpkin, which I showed you the picture. <laughs> <laughs> she might have eaten that pumpkin. She was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Hey, this lady may or, or may not it. have been Gilbert Grape's mom. <laughs> it says or flushed it down the toilet. Not happening. Not happening. Pounds. But they soon noticed she was sweating heavily and looked very uncomfortable. <laughs> This is the most work I've done in forever. James Reynolds, one of the security guards who intercepted Mrs. Smith, said he was in disbelief when he understood where she had put it. Oh, my gosh. I really hope. Man, I not hope. I just think it would be even more funny if it was at a church, like Pumpkin Patch. But. This is this is the statement I was trying to uncover, and I got it finally. <laughs> my colleague, this is his statement, Mr. Reynolds, Security Guard One. Security Guard One, as if this my, is a play. <laughs> my colleague suddenly went pale and started muttering something like, "She can't have. That's impossible." <laughs> After a few seconds, I understood what he was thinking, and instantly I felt very nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? So you so can keep the pumpkin. We'll right, pay. Prob- we'll pay you to, to not. Just, you know what? If you could walk out of here, we'll just with leave. that up there. <clears throat> Bye. So, so they they did the right thing. The two security guards called the police department and made them uh, this do a y'all's job. This is a thieving. This is a thieving job. We we just deal with security. So Mr. Reynolds says the officers dispatched on the site thought that they were being pranked when they were first explained the situation. He said the policemen just couldn't believe when that they any first woman were explained the situation. So that means somebody else. No, no, that's what he's saying. They got dispatched for a thief for for. Oh, a the call. oh, the police and officers the security are saying this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I yeah. thought it was security guards were saying this. Yeah, my bad. No, my they're bad. they're explaining the police, and the police are like, "You're joking." And <laughs> Get like, out of you here. Could not believe any woman could the fit old an entire pumpkin down there. Old pumpkin, eh? So they only accepted. They didn't believe him. They said the only reason they accepted to search her was because she was screaming like she was about to give birth. Oh my gosh! Do you think? S- never mind. Did it get stuck? Do you think it, it was about to it got get stuck. stuck? Got stuck. Took a two-hour surgery to get it out. No, are you dead serious? Yeah. That Squash was no. Showed are you dead serious? To extract, yeah. Thirty-one-year-old woman had to be transported oh to the hospital where it was gosh. finally removed after a delicate two-hour surgery. Oh my gosh. Oh. I don't even. I can't even. Okay. Weaponizing ticks. Moving on. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, all right. This this has got to be right up Brock's alley. These next two stories are right up Brock's alley. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. I am a little. uh, I am a little excited about these next two stories. Let's hear it. So. Let me hear the weaponizing ticks. Okay, so this was released. I haven't read anything about this. I saw uh, Chaps, Uncle Chaps. He's a barstool guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Marine. Um, he, uh, I think he got, I think he took an IED, maybe. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think that might be true. Um. He does a podcast call with Barstool called Zero Block 30. If you are listening and want to listen to any military-type podcast, go on and listen to that because we will support military till the day we die. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Okay, and I'd so like to quick. Th- first off, I'd like to thank Brock publicly for cutting cardboard for us in Okinawa. Yes. Nobody did it like Brock. Nobody broke boxes down like Brock. I'm here. It was box here for y'all. breaking down Brock over in Okinawa. <laughs> the old, the old <laughs> quadruple B. The, <laughs> the old B4. No B4. Right? Box breaking. So. No, the no, BBDB. <laughs> the box breaking down Brock. You're terrible at this. The BBDB. <laughs> You're awful. You're awful with this. Uh, I still love okay, you. So and disclaimer. Do, I, I do thank you for your service. But if you, hey, I appreciate it. Let's hear not, about things that if you're not up. If you're not up the up the alley to to get on board with a little conspiracy theory story here, just go ahead and. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we don't care. Next Listen two, anyway. Well, the so, the last one is not a conspiracy theory. Well, maybe it kind of is, but it's. Whatever. Well, I mean, they're tied. They're tied around those things, and some people immediately shut off the idea of hearing anything about said subject just because it has the stigma that it does. You we're know talking. We're about to talk about weaponizing ticks. Weaponizing ticks. And we're about so to talk about real. the Area 51 storming. This so. is real, not the ticks. I'm not Hop saying on. anything about the ticks. I'm not saying anything about that. But this is re- this is a real publication. Seven hours ago was published saying that uh, the House of Representatives had ordered the Pentagon, has now ordered the Pentagon, to either investigate or disclose whether or not it was involved with and operated a weaponizing of ticks and insects program and whether it was released into the public. And this was actually back in 1950 and uh, 1975. Wow. So... I'm reading this is through the crazy, story with right? you, the first like of the how, house. Like, yeah, how it these, is. Well, all these documents have to come like out, like because there's a law, right, that they yeah. have to all come out after a certain time. <clears throat> after a certain period of time, and the reason, um, the reason it's coming up is is not even so much the 1975 one is going to come up, or they're going to be able to talk about it because the 1951. It's 70 years, I believe, is what if if I'm not mistaken, is what the classified records state, which. 2020 coming up for 1950 so 
uh, they're I guess they're getting a jump on it or they're or they're doing whatever. But it is coming up to the point where I I think what they're doing and and follow me if this makes sense because 2020 is when they will have to release the paperwork. Period. It becomes whatever that is public record in the national library or whatever. Um, so I think what they're doing is they're giving kind of the Pentagon they're kind of giving them a little bit of a amnesty period right now. Like hmm. hey, get your story together and get mm-hmm. it released now. Because come next year, all these files are about to come out, and you need to be ready to explain yourselves. Mm. I firmly believe, you know, that's how that is. We operate tier one. And, well, if, and it, there's there's probably ten like people so. in the Pentagon that that is that their job. Yeah, like your job is to find out what what documents are supposed to be coming out within X number of years, and, and how do we how do we that? how do we handle this? Right. And or uh, first off, decide if it's something that needs to be handled or if it's just like, yeah, you can let that go out into the public and let them do with it what they, whatever they want to do with it. Exactly. Or so real- there's probably more that they come across that they are like, hey, we need to figure out how we're going to answer questions about this. Right. Yeah. So this happened in 1950 and 1975. 1950 and 1975 is what it is. There's actually a small so snippet two, right two here. So two occurrences of them trying to take ticks. How so? How are they? All right. So how are they weaponizing the ticks? And so what, weaponizing what? basically meaning that like everybody thinks that right again because you think conspiracy right. theory and like, you're like oh science and this no no all it is is that they're they're basically breeding ticks that have diseases in large quantities and in large populations and then specifically and there's entomologists that's what they're called entomologists bug bug doctors insect doctors mm-hmm. that can follow and trace insect breeding patterns i mean and i mean unless i'm speaking completely out of my butt almost to the point where they could tell you if you dropped an insect into a certain ecosystem how and where it's going to move how fast it's going to move how it's going to multiply you know they they st- that's what their job is is to study that right and I think that's what they mean by this weaponization is that they take – there's a picture they have right here specifically of an adult female do- – a deer tick, a dog tick, and something they call a lone star tick. They all look like little tiny spiders. They're about – if you could imagine looking at a book, at typed print, they're about as wide or about as tall as the letters on your on your book print. Like a 12-point – Font. Like a twelve-point font, basically, is what one on of these a, things on a, looks on a like. printed piece of paper. On a printed piece of paper. Okay. But what they that were doing sense. in this time period was, again, they, they they're growing these mass populations that are actually carrying the disease versus For a tick, eradicating. That's pretty big, it. by the way. Yeah, that is pretty big. Um, and then of course, like you said, releasing them into certain populations and and essentially seeing what the effects are. It's a very unethical way of studying and doing scientific research specifically this was done in cape cod wow and it says the islands off of cape cod um i wonder how many people ended up like harvesting deer or something in that area it and see and that's what you start to wonder was it is this something and then somebody just like dies of some sort of cancer type of thing they're like how the frick did i get this so it says basically what they're saying is so I'll read through this real quickly but but basically what they're saying is we need to know or what the public is going to want to know is was 
the public is going to find out that it was released. It yeah. happened. Yeah. They want to know, was it accidental or was this an unethical experiment gone wrong? That's what that's what people are wanting to know right now, because if there's something that's gone wrong, you have to think about that from, say, like a civil suit, you know, backlash. If there was somebody that got sick from something, yeah. there's some long term health effects. It's going to end up as one of those farming. commercials. Think about if they destroyed somebody's farming community by releasing these. Oh, insects dude, you want to talk about millions, maybe millions billions, millions, maybe millions billions. Of in reparation money that Oof. needs to be paid out towards. So there's all sorts of, oh my if you gosh. want to call it, do blame that would need to come from something like this. So that's basically what it says. I mean, the House quietly voted. If you just had voted, a small, like, market farm, like, market, like, like farm that you, that you were selling fruits and stuff like that, fruits and vegetables from. Wow. And it just ruined, I mean, you can't sell, you, you are, it completely takes away your entire livelihood. There's yeah. nothing you can do with that land. Wow. So it says, real quick, it says, basically, the House quietly voted last week to require the Pentagon Inspector General to tell Congress whether the department experimented with weaponizing disease-carrying insects and whether they were, were released into the public realm, either accidentally or on purpose. So it says the unusual. You notice though. You notice so. This is the stuff I pay attention this is how to. So you it, notice though. This the first three words in there. They swept quietly the voted. They quite see swept under the rug. They quietly voted about this. It wasn't on anything on the news because nothing makes the news unless it's something that has to do with the divisiveness between the right and the left or something that has to do with the president. Those are the only things that seem to make the news right now. Whereas, I mean, again, I don't think you even have to. You can even be anti-conspiracy theory and not really ignore this. Why would it? Why why would the House of Representatives pass this resolution to cause the Pentagon to spend taxpayer money into this investigation if there wasn't some sort of legitimacy to it? That's what causes me to go, okay, okay our, I'm not... our actual elected reps are doing something about this, and people still will be like, I'm not sure. Well, see, I'm not. I don't know when I like. If you ask me when, I'm dead serious, and I know I'm probably gonna get murdered from this through text a little bit later. I couldn't tell you when certain world wars happened. I'm. I. I don't pay. I. I did not pay attention that much with huh. history and all that. I'm sorry. That was just me. It's well. It's what was years. going That's on all in 1950? Is. So in 1950, during the 1950s to 1975 was actually both Korea and Vietnam. Okay. Um, and so that really, to me, says what it was. Both of those were our first foray, if you will, into jungle warfare. Yeah. And so weaponizing of insects, I can kind of wow. see how that would have been something that would have been. Yeah, I'd be like, dude, we could easily just fly a few planes over, drop these things in there, and... I would like to know since 1950 to 1975 if How many there's been a rise in... in deer tick disease or whatever it is in Vietnam and Korea. That's what I was just about to see. See, there's a rabbit hole here when all of this stuff starts to come out. Cause see, because that's the deal. All of these files are going to be tied in to the other ones that they're connected to. You want me so to if there make... was some sort of experiment in these warfares, it's going to come to light eventually. I'm going to make light of this situation just a little bit. I came across a comedian uh, bit the other day, 
and he was talking about it's funny how our uh, country has kind of come as far as it has. I know people are saying it's all in shambles and stuff like that, but uh, I mean, you got guys now who have ancestors not even maybe maybe even just one like maybe the dad like your dad like their dads could possibly have fought in vietnam uh-huh. po- more likely their uncles or, or or grandfathers and they're just over in vietnam just yeah 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 and that same guy is sitting in his office like uh, it's pho, not faux, Karen. So get it right. <laughs> like, 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 I, ah, oh, the guy did it way better than me, of course. No, but it's great. It's a it's great so point. It's like funny. the kid who comes in and he's like, God, that guy's always on my butt about being on time. And you're like, yeah. If you only saw him when it actually was important to be on time somewhere. <laughs> Goodness. Lyme disease, brother. That's what it's called. That was what were the deer ticks or the ticks. Whatever oh, you get man. from a tick. Lyme disease is what it's so, called. It's, it's so chest, go. not checkers is what we're it's saying. It's chest, not checkers. Okay, so Nixon banned government research into biological weaponry in 1969. But uh, man, I allowed agree. research. That's just like I mean, that's like, yes, I'd agree. But here you go. He allowed research to continue in protecting U.S. military personnel from such agents. I don't. So I don't it's the same disagree. thing. Like I understand you thing. want to be able to, but hey, like if it gets to the point like where we have to, I'm not saying we're gonna do that. That's going to be like beyond the last decision. Like, we'll have, like, our last thing that we can do, and then a few more things, and then that. Right. And I still think, ultimately, when we get to that point, it needs to be like, no, we should have never done this. We need to get rid of it. I don't think there's anything to be said. I don't think there's anything, and this is speaking from this a This is crazy, though, like right? I, there's nothing. There's nothing in my book in any way, shape, or form where I could think or wish any sort of chemical or biological agent even on an enemy that's yeah. not that's not how to it's not how it works it's just not i i can't tell you how it works i can't put my finger even it, like i said even talking about the 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 grotesque parts of war mm-hmm. that may happen there's no room in it for that Word. there's no room for for inhumanity and cruelty believe it or not whether you whether you want to admit it whether you're listening or or, or not there's a there's a humane if you're way not to then you're not warfare. hearing this yeah there's a humane way to conduct warfare and there's an inhumane way to conduct warfare and there's no there's no room for any sort of thing where you would where you would mess with nature in that way I don't know. I'm not a fan, and I'm, I'm <laughs> actually kind of I'm actually kind of excited to see what's going to come of this. Yeah, I think uh, the um, the response is going to be fun. I think there's, I think this is going to this is going to be in the news for a little bit, or not? I don't think it's going to be like it might not be in the major major news, but it's there's going to be some some quiet news stories about this. I think, and they will be some f- kind of fun reads. So yeah. All right, yeah, I'll wrap 
real quick, these last two, she says, the important thing is we need to find out if there's anything in the research that supposedly helps the combating of Lyme disease. That makes sense. Did you make an antidote, right? Uh, and then it that's says probably this the first thing you do, prior, like while while before, doing, yeah, you know, like while we're doing all this investigation, like the that's, same that's thing what I'm saying. Like, like hey, I think that's antidote. the most important. Let's find that, and then we can figure out all the rest, right? Um, but then it says uh, the Senate also passed a version, and they're waiting to see if they're going to send it to the president. So it's a series. Hmm. This is crazy. Very crazy. crazy. All right. With that one. All righty. This, this could get kind of fun. I Area haven't even pulled anything up on it. I'm about to dive head first into it with you. For Harry, I haven't either. I'm just, I'm, I'm riffing. <laughs> I'm letting you read, and I'm, I'm just listening. I'm like a, like a kid at school. Area fifty one storming. <laughs> There's a Facebook group for it. First <laughs> off, on September twenty first. Uh huh. There are over four hundred thousand people. September 20th. September 20th. They have a million recruits. A million now. Oh, my god! And they gosh. got a warning from the Air Force. Oh, The Facebook group received gosh. an official warning from the Air Force that Area 51 and its surrounding areas with all <laughs> noted signage hey. is protected airspace. And hey. that all... It's just the Air Force. I mean, it's not the Army or the Navy or the Marines yet. Like, they're like, calm down. Like, don't be scared yet. Don't be scared yet. It's just the Air Force. Right. It says they can't. Oh, my God. There's a... Who's Liam Cunningham? He's a Game of Thrones actor. Okay. He's one of them. It says they can't stop all of us. Hashtag Area 51. Oh, my gosh. So... They're... Who's going, first off? There's so many people. All right, so actually, how many do you think actually show up on September 20th? <clears throat> okay, here you go. You want to hear? Yeah. Okay, so how many show up? Man, I don't know. 100,000? Maybe. I don't even think it's going to be that much, honestly, 20? because I think I think as we draw closer, there's going to be a lot more warnings like this. Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force. If anybody doesn't know what open training range means, I would encourage you to go look up what open training range is. <laughs> it's basically where it's like, if you're in there, sorry about you. Like, we told you don't go in this area. We're dropping high-power weaponry. There is a hills. movie uh, with all the Joey brothers. I don't know. That's <laughs> we of- would... Joey, we would discourage the Fatone. No, not Fatone. Oh, the Fatones. No, not no, Fatone. Jo- Lawrence. 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 Joey, the Lawrence, Lawrence brothers. And they were on that 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 outdoors movie, and they walked uh, into something like that. I can't remember what the name of that movie was. Oh well. Says says we would discourage anyone. Oh, ads, get out of here. We would discourage anyone from trying to come into an area where we train American armed forces. Oh my gosh. The AKA, U.S. Air Force always stands we have, ready to protect America and its assets. We have the right to murder you. That's it. I'm sorry. Like that's a that's a standing rule. And and here's the deal: that's a standing like, rule. The it, government no, has the right to murder you. 
It does. If you are a combatant or you're perceived as a combatant, I don't care if you're coming at me with a stick. Coming, you are <laughs> with you a are banana peel. You know what? Sorry that I, I am that more prepared for this. Lyme disease on. <laughs> right? Sorry, I'm more prepared for this than you were. Sorry. That's just the luck of the draw this time. You brought Good a banana pill to a tank fight. To a tank fight, because that's the deal. Like, you're worried about me? You're worried about somebody shooting you? There's probably some sort of high-powered alien laser technology that they're just going to, like, zap you from right. the side like, and it, like, then you don't think we weaponized this by now? Exactly. Uh, we're just gonna, like, I think it's going to be hilarious. And gonna, I told you gonna, I want to go. We're going to make all of y'all disappear, and then we're going to make the whole universe forget about it. That's it. Watch. And it's just gone. Oh my gosh! Or like, you're gonna get. The, what if they're you know just what? like, hey? What if they were like, yeah, come on, they're right this way. Everybody just walk in here. We walk over this way, and they just like lead them in. They show them everything, show them all the aliens, all the UFOs, and then they walk. All right, right this way, back to your cars. Exit out this door. Door shuts behind them. Now they're in the open room. Open range. She's <laughs> like, oh, you saw everything you wanted to see. Right. Deuces. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> and quickly. What is it? Run. <laughs> There's some zigs and zags in there too. Our guys are uh our guys are pretty accurate. I would I would uh, probably suggest standing as close to the building as possible. <laughs> right. You live here now. Uh man. What if it is aliens? Hold on. What if it is aliens, right? And all of these stories you've been hearing about abductions and everything, they're true. But it's been like, hey, we need a certain amount of your humans or whatever. And they're like, yeah, but we can only sneak a few away. And, and for, as for abduction stories at a time, like we can't get you a whole mass of people like that. And then all of a sudden this stuff on Facebook starts popping up. And they're, they're like, like, hey. We know how to do it. Hey, aliens, I got something for you. We're gonna we're gonna you. we're gonna have a million people storm your gates. What if the like you said they let them do it, but the air force is just like unplugged and up and moved to another like place by the time everybody like everybody storms it and it's just like empty. Yeah, there Nothing. are they have Area Fifty Two. Yep, all the doors and everything are off, but there's like one. Everything's TV. just unlocked, open. Yeah, everything. Wide no, open. like the doors. Like they've already take. They took the doors off. Like there's no toilet paper. Like they've just completely <laughs> cleaned <laughs> the fans. Are, the fan blades are gone. They've right, the, the light fan. bulbs are not there. <laughs> the batteries <laughs> and the remotes are gone. <laughs> but there's one. There's like one little screen, right, with a little with with a button that says play on it. And this is playing. It's just one guy. It's an alien. It's one of the aliens, and he's like, "Hey, better luck next time." Dude, and then, is, pff, that's it. And, then it's, and it, but it just looks like a like a fake drawing that they normally see, right? Mm. Dude, that's hilarious. I want to go. I do, but not to storm. I want to go as a spectator. spectator. I want to go. I want to go see. I want to go find like a good hill far enough away that I can look with some binoculars and just see people gathering. Okay, but will you or will you not wear golf shoes when you go to spectate <laughs> this <laughs> event? You have to wear golf <laughs> shoes when you spectate Full the spikes, Area Fifty One. Might get some medals. Storm might get some metal spikes. 
the you can go nets. to teespring.com slash more BS. Sl- nope. You can go to teespring.com slash stores slash more BS. There you are. To uh, get you a t-shirt, use promo code Stros, get 10% off. Go give Brock a follow at Brock underscore Farias. Uh, that's F-A-R-I-A-S, by the way. Um, go follow me at Royster one uh, I'm kind of fading off on the more BS Instagram, and I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to jump back onto mine and maybe get my uh, my name out there a little bit more in my area with my there we uh, stand-up since uh, getting close to a time that I might be able to get back to uh, going on stage. So I'm starting to write a little bit more. I'm I'm getting pumped. I'm getting amped. It's like the you're getting back into a, a right. season, you know. That's what you need to do. Yeah. So um, getting back into writing, which is the number one thing I need to do before I can get back on stage. Uh, But I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully at some point I can do a show in Lake Jackson. And hopefully I can at some point come to Austin or New Braunfels and come uh, maybe hit probably just hit an open mic over there at first. I don't think I'll be able to do a show over there. Well, nobody knows. Find you a good. We'll find you a good open mic. Let's Garrett Mann could hook something up. Oh, I'm sure we could. He Goofies. might know some comedians. Maybe. He'll probably get you on a Goofies. Uh, other than that, I think we're done here. Brock, you done? I think I'm done. All righty. I'm Royce Moore. That's Brock Farias. And that was more BS. Good night. <laughs>